Hello, boss ladies. You're very welcome to my third podcast with Sarah Smith. And today I have a really special guest on. Uh, her name is Gillian Marleich. She's been working in Boss Lady for about a year and she's had absolutely fantastic results. Really welcome on, Gillian. Hey, how's it going? Hi, boss ladies. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. It's an honor um, to interview you. Um, I couldn't be prouder of Gillian. Gillian has dropped uh, over a stone and a half, about 21 pounds since starting in Boss Lady. And she has lost about 11 and a half inches on her body, as well as other lots of other successes. Um, I've known and worked with Gillian for a couple of years through Kettlebells. Um, but Gillian is an amazing kick-ass boss lady in the sense that she is a second dan black belt um she's seven and a half years at karate she holds two world championship titles and several national titles she has taught karate since she's a purple belt um, she's helped form the youth academy and currently she's teaching some amazing self-defense classes for women in galway um through healthy galway so Gillian, I'd just like to ask you, first of all, a little bit about, like, what was the problem you were having maybe before you discovered Boss Lady? So before I discovered Boss Lady, um, my main kind of goal or issue was weight. Um, when I moved to Galway first, I was 13 and a half stone, I'd say. Okay. Um, so, yeah. It was just about moving that for me um, because it's your confidence, isn't it? It's, it's uh, appearance, it's everything, so you think. <laughs> yes, yes. And so what was, the, what was it costing you, like this weight gain? Like, you know, obviously in terms of money, if we're snacking and, and things more, but oh, yeah. in terms of mood or confidence or how you ran your, your kind of everyday life, um, what was it but costing you? Yeah, it was costing me, you know, those fad diets, um, magazines, uh, Slimming World. Now, I had joined Slimming World, lost two stone, put another stone back on, this kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, if I was down and out or feeling kind of down, depressed even, um, you'd be reaching for foods that you just couldn't afford on a weekly basis, you know, nearly eating in secret. Yes. Um, to kind of numb yourself and... So I was hiding from myself, Sarah. That's okay. The way okay. Yeah. So it was costing you kind of like your your actual reality, like just living in it, kind of nearly a, a second life. Yeah, just definitely hiding away uh, mm -hmm. with food. Um, okay. And with the with the with the things you tried, you know, like Slimming World, Weight Watchers, etc. So you lost some weight which is very common, you know, with boss ladies, you, you, they lost some weight and then the weight come back on and they'll say to me often, you know, it worked, but, and I'm like, well, it, it didn't work <laughs> if, um, and I'm sure lots of listeners can relate to this, um, you know, where, you know, they, they paid the money for Weight Watchers for Slimming World, they got results and then it went back on them again. Um, so if that was you, Gillian, um, you know, why would you say they didn't work? What do you think was, was the element in those plans that didn't work for you? Well, you know, th there is a bit of nutritional teaching there for sure. But what sets what Boss Lady sets out is um, just the mindset work is not done in those groups. Okay. So for me, the mindset work was huge and it, it, it's just life-changing and transformational in terms of, you know, coming to different realisations 
about your goal and about your why. Why am I doing this? Okay. And so for some boss ladies out there at different levels who, who might, might be like mindset, okay, what's she talking about with mindset? If they're used to Slimming World and Weight Watchers and the Duco Gym and Motivation Clinic and Slimming Shakes and Teas and everything. So how would you describe, I know it's not easy, but how would you describe kind of the difference then in working on a program that, that uses mindset heavily as opposed to just telling you what to eat? Well, you have all these tools, to, you've like a toolkit, a go-to toolkit, and um, it, it tackles as well our mindset, our thought process. Um, so, you know, distorted thinking, it tackles that. You, you challenge your own thoughts. Well, why do I want this? I don't know, chipper, instead mm-hmm. of making a lovely meal at home, which could cost the exact same, but you could get four meals out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um simple things like that and really just looking into yourself which is the hardest thing for an awful lot of us to do but yes. Um, yes. Always find ways to run away from it but really we have to look at our why and boss lady gets you to do that okay that's yeah and for some people i know that that is a concept that they may have never entertained so when we first started oh. you know it, it took me a while to get that um ingrained into the into the boss ladies was that it's it's all engineered by our thoughts and our our approach to it so when when you started out Gillian and as we (laughs) shifted into that type of training what were your kind of frustrations and how did they feel as you were trying to solve it like for example I know that often we're just like just tell me what to eat Sarah or tell me to go to the gym five times and I'll just do that you know Um, but it's never that simple so what kind of frustrations did you feel as you were trying to solve the the problem of maybe the emotional eating or the slight imbalance with food so moving from one from that shift of just tell me what to eat to actually um come into the realization i actually have to do this for myself uh for no one else but for me and Mm -hmm. um you know you're you're putting what you're learning into practice with great resistance at the start if you remember (laughs) Yeah, and tell me more about that resistance, because there's a lot of ladies there that will be at that point now of the frustration and the resistance of just like, oh, fuck it, just, just, (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah, You're, for me, it was being so hard on myself, like, okay, okay, I have to do this, I have to do that, all that language Mm -hmm. um, that actually puts us down instead of maybe, well, I choose to do this and the benefits of doing this is a b c and d so if even if it's simple of why would i choose a good breakfast a good dinner and a a lunch and a good dinner two small snacks in between that are healthy i would choose it because a i would look better i'd feel better i'd have more energy uh, my mood would be great at work and i'd be more creative yes um so it's and then it's habit forming after that so okay if i can do it one day i can do it another but i suppose my old story was the frustration of having to do that because you know, it take, change takes a while. Yes. But what I would say to the boss ladies is keep trying it and little successes. So, mm-hmm. you know, even um, if you used to skip your first week, you might be like, oh, this is so overwhelming, all this information. So your first week, if you are used to skipping your breakfast, you might introduce a healthy breakfast. Yes. That's one change. Yeah. Great. And then the second week, okay, I'm adding in two uh, half plates of greens mm-hmm. with two meals um, per day. So mm-hmm. then that's another habit formed and take it in stages. Whereas I think I got overwhelmed at the start with all the information and I was trying to do everything and not focusing on little successes. But yes. when I got there, 
my God, did I get there? <laughs> That's amazing, Julian. That is just fantastic because when we first started, um, I'd say you'd probably agree that the thing about being resi- being restricted it kind of leads to a rebellion. <laughs> would you Would you agree with that? Oh, I rebelled at Supermax, McDonald's. It was great crack. <laughs> I remember seeing the food diaries and I'm like, uh, Jillian. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, those rebellions weren't fun. Whereas now, like um, when I, now that I'm in maintenance, I had Supermax pizza at the weekend. I had three pieces yeah. and I said, oh, that's fine now. I don't need the chips with that and I don't need the Coke. I'll have my tea. And I enjoyed it. I loved it. Oh, you that know, is so great, Gillian, to hear. And, and boss ladies that are listening, I'd like you to listen back to what Gillian has just said. Gillian, who's lost a stone and a half, 11 and a half inches, okay, and has managed to not only drop the body weight, but maintain it, which is a whole other ball game in weight loss. And Gillian has just said that she's had Supermax at the weekend and Coke and not felt guilty and loved it and moved on and still has not gained weight. No, no, because I know what I'm doing. It's, it's as you say, Sarah, it's the work that we did, you know, you For me, routine is everything like Monday to Friday, nine to five. I'm in that routine. But I know if I'm doing really great in that routine, bring that routine into the weekend also and allow myself. Not that, why can't I have this? Oh, my God, everyone else is. And Mm -hmm. instead of just gobble, gobble, I just, no, no, wait, I can. I can enjoy what everyone else is having. Mm -hmm. Just limit it and enjoy it. And that's Um, such a good point, Gillian, is the weekend thing. You've just completely hit the nail on the head is you know, everyone has a plan for the week. And then when the weekend comes, it's nearly there's too much choice and options. And we feel that we've been good, inverted commas, all week. Again, the moral judgment attached to food that we think we need to kind of go AWOL. But then that's often where the trouble comes in that the calorie deficient just isn't there because of the weekend thing of, oh, you know, I'll go mad. Whereas what you'd said is so relevant, Julian, that you allowed yourself to, to enjoy your food during the week and at the weekend because it's also available to us during the week. Exactly. Like I used to always say, I have to start on a Monday and I often hear people saying that, but why not start on a Sunday, Friday night? Love it. Whenever, you know. Love Um, it, Gillian. That's another one of my big learnings. That's a really good advice. Um, Could I ask you a little bit about fitness? So just for boss ladies that are listening, you know, there's, 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 we've got activity, we've got fitness and we've got training. So activity could be, okay, I'm going to maybe do a bit of hoovering um, and cleaning, or maybe I'm going to um, just sporadically, you know, walk, go up a mountain or something like that. You know, that's activity. Exercise then is obviously going to a Zumba class or swimming or maybe doing weights. Training is different. Training is training for maybe a sports event or for something very specific, like a marathon or something like that. Okay. So Gillian, you would have gone from somebody that was doing training in a martial arts, very strict and taking up a lot of your time and money to actually letting that fall away and allowing yourself to not be involved in the federation of the sport of karate but to actually just exercise so can you talk me through and for the boss ladies that are listening um that changed because that's a massive shift to have gone from being very involved in karate to actually you know, doing your body weight exercises or just your kettlebell plan. So what, what kind of brought that about or what happened there? Okay, well, going from training to actually just maybe a set plan and learning about exercise. So 
I was hiding in the karate. I was hiding. I got totally involved. Um, what do you mean by hiding? Time. Sorry to cut across you. What do you mean you were hiding in the karate? Instead of focusing on myself and doing the inner work and um, just even looking after myself, I, I just, uh, karate was my go-to place. And I wanted okay. to train like a mad joke. <laughs> you have to while world championships are coming up, or will you choose to, yes. um, and that kind of thing. So it, I learned so much, Sarah, going from one to the other. So and Jillian, do you mind me just to cut across for a second? When when you said you learned so much with the karate, just to quite paint a quick picture for the ladies that are listening, right? What? what level of involvement did you have or was it taking up time money stress space what just briefly like how how involved were you oh there's a trip to cork once a month a trip to dublin once a month there was uh three sessions a week in the local club plus teaching um plus committee so there might be one or two fundraisers a year there might be um just even helping to organize uh lifts here there and everywhere um yeah. teaching uh, the kids uh, in the youth academy now of course I loved it all but I yes. actually just stood up and realized there's more to life now that because uh, I met my partner three and a half years ago okay great way more to life so uh, I, I realize now I, I'm not just here for uh, me I'm just here for other people now that have in that were introduced in my life so I'm going to take a back seat mm-hmm. and taking that back seat well what do I do now and boss lady taught me that you know 20 minutes three times a week uh Mm -hmm. say a simple kettlebell program could actually bring me more towards my goal than doing hours and hours and hours of karate because you know now on the flip side I I would I've learned now I can actually go back into a karate class and enjoy it and do what I need to do the same way I can do the kettlebell so I understand karate as an exercise for me now to suit my weight loss goal mm-hmm. as opposed to just going in there to win a medal or mm-hmm. be on the floor or things like that so yes. now I'm, more, I'm even more fo- focused in my sport for me because you know uh, things when you're going in there in the dark and you do it week in and week out three or four times a week and you're doing all of this you, you do wonder why why am I injured why do I have muscle pain? Why do I yeah. have injuries? From overtraining. And overtraining and, and no recovery. And no recovery. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so on top of going to Cork and Dublin um, and organization, you were also training in karate, very, very hardcore physical karate training as well on your body and mind. Yes. Okay. And so how did it feel when you actually nearly were given permission uh, from 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 me as your coach or as a, as a general advice that you could still lose weight and not be as heavily involved in the karate and you could do it at home if you needed to without spending money How, you know were you a little bit um shocked at that when when that sank into you at first because i know there's a, bo- a lot of boss ladies listening right there are very keen marathon runners or they're doing you know the tough mudders or they're doing the triathlons and i just want to be clear i'm all for it i'm all for it ladies but not when it becomes your identity and not when we're looking for medals and accolades and diplomas and certs to um actually give us our self-worth because it comes from within 
So that's why I stopped having kettlebell sport be the main thing in my life of going to Russia, Latvia, Poland, England, Wexford, Cork, Dublin, being on the committee, spending loads of money and time on it when really it wasn't serving me that well because I felt under constant pressure. And if I lost, I felt useless, which Gillian's you probably dealt with the winning and the losing as well. Yeah. Uh, plenty of losing. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah. And then when I got, uh, you know, when, when I, team medals were fantastic and like any medal was fantastic. And, and I think I did my organization proud and I still am. And karate, is a way of life but i've just learned a new way of life with it you know and that that permission was like a godsend uh to be honest and it's great that i could relate to your story and that you know um there's so many areas there that i could relate to um it was like a a weight lifted off my shoulders because i was doing life was life and Uh, I, I had to start living it. Yes. Um, I yes. couldn't just live for the sport. Because um, mm-hmm. what what was I? What was my identity? I didn't know. But really, my identity was my my immediate family, my boyfriend and, and the daughter, and um, mm-hmm. then my career, and then things like that that I wanted to that I want to work on and continue will continue to work on, um, without having to be heavily involved in something else that isn't my identity. Yes, yes, totally get you. And like, you know, um, I remember we were chatting because I was watching uh, Kettlebell National Championships on Facebook that, you know, I would have been involved in every year for seven years previously. So for the first year ever, I was in France watching it on on Facebook, feeling a little bit, oh, you know, a little pang. And then I journaled and did the work on it as to as to how I'm benefiting from not making it my whole identity. And it became so clear and apparent. But I remember, Gillian, you'd said, oh, oh, I'm sitting here. And, you know, I think it was the championships were on and you were saying, I'm feeling a little bit of that pang. Can you tell me how you worked through that? Um, so it was the nationals last year, the All-Ireland Championships mm-hmm. for Moy. Um, yeah, I felt very weird not going down, but at the same time empowered. Um because you know it's as you know it's what three to five months training for a competition yeah Uh, and you know I I just felt empowered and I just said no I'll pick and choose a competition for me this year I'll do one Mm -hmm. instead of maybe doing five great Um, so you manage that moment that pang of regret you know you manage that that because regret really is sadness but you manage to kind of engineer and maneuver that feeling and shift it into a place of, of like, no, this is the best thing for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's been serving me well since. That's brilliant because for me, it gave me the freedom to try a new sport, which is powerlifting. Um, and I never thought I could do that. And whilst I was very shit scared, it still gave me a new found confidence to say, yeah, I can break free from kettlebells and I can try other sports. So it's kind of empowering, but if there's some boss ladies listening, they're like, no, 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 I'm just a swimmer. That's what I do. Or no, 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 I'm just always doing um, education and another diploma, another cert is just try to think for a moment. Is it what you want? You know, has it become your whole identity and who would you be without it? So Gillian and I have both proved that you can still manage to be involved in exercise and sport, but not as heavily um, and coming at it with a different angle that is not being so hard on yourself and you can still get results. So, Gillian, this led, at the time it was quite a dramatic change in your life, but, 
But fast forwarding on about six months, this has now led for you teaching the Healthy Galway Self-Defence Courses for Women with Ashling. So how did that come about and were you expecting that? No, um, I know, you know, through our coaching calls before, you've always inspired me to, um, well, use what I have and use my skills and this is how and really build up an image. So like, and I have, it was at the back of my mind and I'm always sort of thinking about it. And then one day through work, uh, I met Ashling and um, we're talking about sort of my vision for women in kind of well my own learning from having uh gone through boss lady yeah and um using my skills and she was quite uh eager to know more about my my extra curricular activities so I told her a lot about the karate and it'd be great my my view to teach women self-defense and um in a in a holistic way Mm -hmm. like I mean anyone could go to a Krav Maga class or go to this class yes Yes. I teach is real practical excellent which is what women need yes exactly and it's in the now and um you know real practical examples out there from a to z literally you know from someone uh with an intent that you recognize has intent to attack right down to the nishigrishi like i I teach it all from a to z and um, do you you think that women are more do you think that it's being highlighted more that women are generally more fearful nowadays in in 2019 of actually you know their physical safety i think so like i mean uh, nowhere is safe now no matter if you live in a i've moved out of galway now to a very quiet rural town and mm. one uh chris i think last year the local uh, garret there's only a garage and a pub and, uh, and a school and a church in this village and a ga hall the the garage was robbed do, do you know what i mean yeah. like nowhere yeah. Nowhere is safe, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then especially, uh, I get a lot of mothers that are fearful of their children because uh, they're a different generation. They grow up in the tech age, and that is something that's close to my heart too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bullying online and that kind of thing. Um, but it's just all about self awareness at the end of the day. And parents are really like concerned and scared yeah. for their children. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so well, it's, 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 it's an amazing service that you're offering, Gillian. When, when is the next one? Or if, if, if any ladies that were listening that are in Galway City right now and they were really interested in self-defense but maybe had an idea in their brains that it'd be like some mad, crazy, you know, I don't know, boot camp, in, boot camp instructor um, that might want to try it with someone like you, Gillian, it'd be like, so when, how could they get involved? Um, well, they can contact, they can just Google Healthy Galway okay. and they'll get Ashling in, this, in the city partnership where they can PM me on Facebook, Gillian uh, Merlich. Gillian Merlich, okay. Gym. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have some spaces, I've about five spaces left on a Monday night and there's three more classes of that and I have three spaces or four spaces left on the Wednesday night on Ballon Foyle and there's four more weeks of that. Okay. So, um, and what about women that are a bit shy? Like, do you do any one-to-ones or anything like that? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so they could they could contact you or contact me, and we can we can get our people to talk to your people. <laughs> um, brilliant, Gillian. And just just to bring it back to the food and a little bit on the emotional eating, which was one of the main kind of um, barriers for you for long term weight loss. Um, was what was different about Boss Lady in the approach in food? 
Well, what's different is that, say, for example, Slimming World and me, like, you know, they're so against avocados and good fats. Yeah. <laughs> and um, which are like negative points, I suppose. And yeah. then with Boss Lady, you know, yes, have your good fats, your protein, your half plate of greens. Um, whereas I wouldn't have gotten that information with Slimming World because it was all free food or sinned food or, you know, foods that would speed up your weight loss. Um, but then when you have Boss Lady in food, you can actually eat anything you want, Sarah. And- <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Within reason. Like, I love so it. It's from. Those healthy swaps, um, like you know, if you're using oil, switch to a spray, or you know, it's yes, just- yes. Um, but would you would would you say though that just say if it's emotional eating, or if it's binge eating, or nighttime eating, or overeating, or snacking, um, would you think that some of those mainstream diet plans cover that? So what you'd covered no. there was the practical element, and I get that, and that's fantastic. But what about the the actual um emotional eating what was different about boss lady in that element compared to other programs okay so uh did they tackle it did they tackle emotional eating no 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 didn't um it was more or less the bad food versus good food and boss lady we we don't label foods like that you know Um, yeah I think that's, you know, all, all that was bad. So that added up the calories or, mm-hmm. you know, whereas you could have unlimited amounts of, say, raw vegetables with a little bit of hummus or a little bit of salad dressing. You can have that or, you know, just the healthier swaps. Um, yes. Yes. You know, and, and so when it when it came to um, when it came to the discovery in Boss Lady um, that you were actually emotional eating or sometimes binge eating. Mm-hmm. yeah was that a big discovery for you having kind of done diets for years and it never being addressed oh it was huge it was the best coaching call we've ever had and it took me what three or three months i'd say to come to that realization um with that resistance so i kind of i, I was crying i was crying my eyes out because i finally realized oh actually i'm fooling myself thinking that i am doing this but i'm not yeah. and my real why you, you got me to explore my real why and what julian means sorry to cut across you by the real why just for those that don't know is is we can say we want to lose weight because we've got a wedding we can say we want to lose weight because people at work will treat us differently we'll say we want to lose weight because we want to get the hot guy but more than often the why is a way 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 deeper why way deeper why it's you know because i want to finally feel great about myself i want to walk into a room and feel that i'm not a lump of shit you know so you got your why which is a deep deep why and 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 would you say that that was the moment that you realized that kind of what we do in boss lady is working to solve your problem yeah it's like yes it's weeding that out um Mm -hmm. my deeper deeper why like uh, it was like it just dawned on me and I started writing out instances incidences where I was taught emotional eating all throughout my life and why I binged Mm -hmm. and then I knew I wanted to turn it around for myself and I think you know I did slowly lose a pound a week each week after that for a long time you know 
Yes, you did very consistently. And I want you listeners to listen to that too, to Gillian. Is Gillian, we, in Boss Lady, we work on the premise of a pound to a pound and a half a week. We don't do dramatic weight loss because it doesn't work. And Gillian was so patient with hers, even on weeks where she didn't gave, gain a pound. And really, really well done on that, Gillian, because that's where most women um, tend to resist is they're like, it's not happening quick enough. Fuck it. I give up. Whereas you stood the test of time. And it's also even deeper when you are working with like a generational thing where your own parents have taught you emotional eating. So you, we've had to unravel and untangle that and get into food psychology. And you put the work into that, Gillian, instead of just following a diet or doing a boot camp, you know, which is, is hard work, isn't it? It is. It, it's really hard work, lots of tears. And you just, you know, you learn to sit with your emotion and feel it and then let it go through the mindset work. So do you think that's the biggest transformation in mindset that you experienced was was there was actually I struggle with emotional eating? Yeah, it was definitely the very first and one of the most powerful because then it allowed me to well, keep going. And now I'm looking at other goals in my life. Which Brilliant. I thought I would. Okay, well, tell us about that. Like, tell us what life looks like now as your problem is kind of solved, you know, as, as, as you really, I know we're all a work in progress, but what's the difference between, you know, your life now than when you actually began at Boss Lady? Well, when I began, I didn't think anything was possible. Like, I, I just didn't think I was, I was like, oh, yeah, this will work, whatever. Um, Do you mean in terms of weight loss? Yeah, like, you know, when you, you have that self-doubt and you, yeah. just, you just don't trust yourself to do it. Yeah. And then the realization happens and then you actually realize, I am possible in yeah. all areas. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so I've even gone from, you know, eating and emotional eating being my main goal to looking at career now and using my own talents for the self-defense for women or, you know, I'm bringing in exercise into that. That is powerful. That yeah, is powerful, Gillian. So what Gillian is saying is, you know, she 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 did the, the hard work for this year, the, the inner work a lot on realizing she was struggling with emotional eating, uh, which maybe took her 12 weeks to realize and then 12 weeks to tackle and then another 12 weeks to maybe actually live the life knowing that, that she was struggling with that. Um, and now, because she's because Gillian has shifted the body weight, she's created more space to tackle other areas in her life, like her career. Yeah. yeah. So sure. really well done, Gillian. I, I absolutely couldn't be prouder of you, um, you know, having coached you to go from, you know, the way I was asking about what your life looked like, like what would it have been like at a weekend, let's say, compared to a weekend now? Or what would have Christmas looked like last year or Easter or Valentine's compared to like now? So Christmas before, I can vividly remember this. Um, I had lost, what, the two stone and I put that one stone back up and it was literally eating those tins of chocolates um, overeating on food and having more food and so many calories in in the weekend it was ridiculous um even during the week mm -hmm. to this christmas i think over what two to three 
weeks I'd put up two pounds and they're gone again now um, yes but you know I allowed that but I didn't overeat and mm-hmm. you know I stopped when I was full um I didn't I, I planned my snacks you know I, I didn't yeah. open those big huge tins or if I did I might have had three with a cup of tea instead of half the freaking tea <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a real thing I, I remember saying to the boss lady group oh my god the the tins are in girls it's it's like the beginning of the yeah book. Yeah, Halloween happening. Ew, I know. And do you remember Yeva got the big gift basket from her granny of all the sweets? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what you're saying is you didn't restrict yourself, so then that led to you not binging because you didn't think the food was never going to be there again. So, you were like, No, I can eat it if I want it, it's there and it's okay. Yeah, and I got things in like the lentil chips or I got the uh, green and blacks chocolate um, things like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I didn't limit myself. I, it, it, and uh, when I did in, uh, enjoy it, I made sure I had loads of water and made sure I had my greens. And well done, Gillian. Yes, yeah. thank you. Well, absolutely well done. You're an amazing boss lady. I absolutely love working with you. And my last question would be, just for any boss ladies listening that may have been watching boss lady videos, posts, emails, Instagram stories, um, and kind of sitting there, you know, on the laptop going, oh, God, oh, God, I don't know, you know, whether this is for me or, or you know, will I be able or like you'd said, will I keep up with it? Um, any advice um, that you'd give to, to those boss ladies? Yeah, so I would say trust in yourself like if, if you're looking for change and looking everywhere bar what's in front of you you know that you deserve it you absolutely deserve that inner work and for you to explore that and um, my my biggest block was money and once mm-hmm. I put that aside you know I, I now know what I know now but it was the best investment in me that I've made and I can see the change tenfold and I just say give it a try and did you struggle with investing in yourself in paying money for for just investing in just you did you feel like it was selfish yes I felt like you know um totally I just sure I've I wouldn't spend money that much money on myself ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, and it goes to well you know I suppose your parents relationship with money and your relationship with money and kind of how you've learned about it or if you've come from a place of lack where you might have grown up and had nothing and then you're very cautious of your money so what I'd say is just it's for you it's your self-development and if Mm -hmm. you're looking for it elsewhere you might be trying to look for it in uh, career or other people even but Mm -hmm. or other groups really you look to for it in your within yourself yeah I love it Julian and the funny thing about that is when you said I never would invest that in myself you actually would have with all of those other things adding up and it would, you would have in even snacks and overeating would have added up to the same thing as boss lady coaching, but women can often not see that. (laughs) Um, Two cappuccinos a day, ladies. Yes. 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 Yeah. I love it. Gillian, I want to thank you so much for coming on and for inspiring me and so many other boss ladies that I know who are going to be listening to this podcast, just going, wow. Um, you've been an honor to coach and you know keep bossing it and thanks so much for coming on thanks so much for the experience I hope I've inspired somebody listening brilliant Gillian I look forward to having another podcast with you and hearing your story in another month or so and we can keep everybody updated perfect okay
Peace out. Peace out. Okay, if anyone is interested in, in Boss Lady or want to work with me, send me an email on info at bossladyclub.ie or send me a private message on Facebook and we can have a chat about how you could literally change your life just like Gillian did. Well done, Gillian, and thanks for coming on. Talk soon, Boss Ladies. Bye. Thanks. Bye.